You're listening to Slow Seasons, a podcast about the creative journey, entrepreneurship, and the sacredness of slow growth. I'm your host, Marsha Barron, artist, surface pattern designer, founder, and creative director of Marsha Barron Design Studio. I'm a wife, a mom, and a creative entrepreneur with a full-time job, so I know the ups and downs of starting a business from scratch, going after your big dreams, and juggling real life too. It is here where we embrace the ebbs and flows that come with creative entrepreneurship, whether you are a full-time creative, do it as a side gig, or are in the midst of saying goodbye to a traditional 9 to 5. We are a community built on trusting the process and trusting that you are always arriving on time, no matter where you are in your own creative journey. There is no need to hustle here, for what is meant for you is already yours. Welcome to Slow Seasons. In this episode, we talk about some updates, um, what I've been up to for the last couple of weeks. Um, Hint, I did apply for a different 9-to-5 job within my company and got rejected. Um, The second topic is just some updates from Anchor, which is the host or the platform that I use to host this podcast as well as some updates in my design career and some talking points that I wanted to just bring up to start this conversation of how to create your schedule and how to maintain consistency, especially when you deal with um, either a physical disability or mental health issues or any other type of health issues that prevent you from having um, a regularly consistent practice for your creative work. So those are the topics we'll be talking about today. Hope you enjoy them and let's get started. Hi everyone, welcome back to Slow Seasons. Uh, Once again, I am your host, Marsha Barron. Um, If you haven't been listening very long, I am a fine artist, a surface pattern designer, and an entrepreneur, and I still have a full-time job, so I'm working on both of those things at the same time, and I have this podcast, obviously, so that's another um, thing that supports my overall brand. Um, Today's episode is unscripted. Um, And the reason for that is the past couple of weeks have been extremely busy, so I haven't had time to kind of build out my episodes like I normally do ahead of time. And the reason for that is I was actually applying for um, an internal job at the company that I'm working for now, my day job, and it was actually going to be something creative so that was like a big um a big event for me because I've been trying to marry these two sides of myself um my day job is not creative at all right now and I really wanted to I really wanted to do something that was creative during my day job and then obviously I have my art and design outside of my day job. So I really wanted to just make this a holistic thing and just always be tapped into my creativity. And I really thought that 
this was like a sign, if you will, um, for me to go in this direction, since especially since it's internal, it's an internal posi- position, which is very rare in um, the industry that I work in, which is life insurance. Um, most of the jobs that pop up internally are admin type jobs or underwriting or very technical stuff like IT. And it's just never anything that I'm ever interested in in the past 10 years that I've worked at this company. Um, and right before that job that I applied to popped up, um, it just seemed like it was serendipity or synchronicity. Um, I just joined this thing called I'm, I guess I'm considered a field correspondent. So what that is, is basically like almost like this podcast in a way. And it's almost like blog writing or newspaper writing or magazine articles. Um, and we focus a lot on stories um, within the company. We highlight employees um, and their outside hobbies and things like that to make it interesting and get employees engaged in the company and what's happening in the company and with other employees. So it's very creative, very creative writing. Um, and like I said, it's very similar to this podcast when I have guests on this on this podcast um, where I sit down with them, ask some questions, and we get a conversation going. Um, and then I type up a blog post that goes along with each podcast episode. Um, so it just felt very natural and I have already been speaking with the hiring manager because she's running this, this program or whatever you want to call it. And I was also speaking to someone else that was on the team and it just seemed like we would work very well together. And then I said to myself one night as I was going to sleep, like, I'm going to check the job board tomorrow. And when I go on there, there's going to be a job that is for me under this same manager on this team doing this full-time. And the next morning I checked and it was there. Everything to the T like I had imagined. So I basically manifested this job posting. And so I said, well, I have to apply to this. And I got my supervisor's blessing and his supervisor's blessing, they were pretty much saying goodbye to me already and, you know, wishing me luck and saying that they'll miss me and everything, especially because I've been in this same position for 10 years. And it just seemed like I had it nailed. Like it, this was a for sure thing. Um, and everything was really working out smoothly. Um... But I knew I had to get through the HR rep first um, to be able to interview with the hiring manager. But since it's an internal position, I kind of figured that I would get through to that second interview. But I didn't count on it. I, I still brought my A game and all that. And I spent the last like two weeks... And you'll notice like the last episode before this was also unscripted. That's because I spent like the last two weeks working on this 
beautiful, gorgeous portfolio of that showcases all of my work, all of my visual work, like my design work, um, social media, um, and like my writing skills. I reformatted it into what appeared to be like a magazine layout. Um, and that way I could showcase that I know both visual and writing because that's what this job entailed. And I wanted to also show that I knew Canva because Canva was one of the programs that was listed on the job description. So I built the entire portfolio in Canva Pro because I have the Pro version that I pay for monthly. And I turned that into an issue portfolio. If you're not familiar with issue, it's I, I think it's called, I think it's spelled I-S-S-U-U.com. And it basically turns it into this virtual magazine layout that, and you flip the pages and it's just this beautiful layout. I even paid $60 to make this interactive so that you can click on any links that are embedded in the file. And that way it showcases what I can do, what my skills are. And yes, I've been in a position for 10 years that is mostly admin, that is mostly technical stuff and not creative at all. But what I've done outside of my day job is professional quality and it is professional experience and I don't have a newsletter where I send out emails just from my personal gmail it's a real newsletter that I pay for and that I that is very intentional and that comes with analytics so it is a professional platform everything that I do is professional quality it's not a hobbyist level of work. So I went into this interview, um, like I said, with the HR rep first, and she pretty much dismissed me because she, I think as soon as I said the words fine art, because that is what I studied in college, people who are not in the creative world they have this notion that we as artists are lazy, we are, we are not consistent, we are not reliable, we are not professional, we don't know what we're doing, we spend our days painting and playing, and we don't take anything seriously. We are not office quality, we are not corporate quality. That is what she thought of me and it was very obvious and I've been dealing with this preconception basically my entire life and I think it's something that a lot of artists and designers and people in the creative type of industries have to deal with and we have to almost put in double the work that someone else would have to put in and it's very exhausting but I held my ground and I said, yes, this is professional. I had to explain that my newsletter, because newsletters are a part of this job description, my newsletter is not just me sending random emails from my Gmail, from my personal account. It is a real newsletter platform that I pay for 
that is professional. It's a professional platform. It comes with analytics. My, so uh, let's back up a little bit. Newsletters. When you do email marketing of any sort, a really good open rate is about 20%. My open rate is about 60%. So it's above average. What that means is anytime someone opens your email, that's an that's what that open rate is. Anytime someone opens one of your emails in a in any type of newsletter campaign. So, and this is kind of technical and blah blah blah, but I think it's important. So, when when someone opens an email, that's what I'm talking about, open rate. So a really good open rate would be considered 20%, mine's 60%. A really good click rate, anytime someone clicks on any of the links in your emails, a really good baseline for that would be 2%. It's always lower than the open rate. Mine is 6 or 7%. So I know, I know what I'm talking about. I, I know my skills. I know that I've been studying marketing, especially online and digital marketing for a very long time. I have basically a master's education in marketing. I just don't have the diploma to go along with it. And I also don't have the debt to go along with it. But I have been studying this for a very long time. I'm going on year three or four now of studying this. And I study this on my off hours when I'm not working my regular day job. And even when I'm working my regular day job, part of our goals as employees, we have to come up with smart goals and all that stuff. Mine is to study this stuff. So I've been studying this for a long time. Anyway, long story short, the HR rep told me flat out that I had no professional experience and that I wasn't corporate enough, which, hello, I've been in a corporate environment for 10 years. I don't know how much more corporate I can get. And I even was not showing my nose piercing because I, or my septum piercing because I didn't want to come off as not professional. I put my hair back so that you don't see this bleached streak in my hair. And I was wearing this power suit too. So yes, very corporate. And throughout the entire interview, it basically felt like I was on defense mode the entire time. she took no effort to try to get to know me as an employee or as a person at all. She wasn't very personable. And three times during the interview, I tried to show her my portfolio and she just didn't have any interest. She said, no, your writing skills are not what we're looking for. And I said, how would you know? You haven't even looked at any of my samples, any of my sample writing. Um, so in the end, I emailed it to her. I doubt that she even opened it. I also emailed her some sample writing of less creative work so she could see the technical side that I do in a corporate environment in my day job. So after that interview, I was like, huh, I doubt that she's going to put me through to the next interview um, unless the hiring manager sees that I applied and says, yes, I want to interview her, which I thought that there might be a possibility. Turns out, no, I was just rejected for it. And it's not the rejection that gets me because as a creative person, I am used to being rejected a lot. I have been rejected to so many opportunities. 
so many times that I cannot count. Um, but it's just the way that she, as the HR rep, approached me and did not treat me like an equal or anything like that. But anyway, this is not to say to like rag on her or anything, but that's what I've been up to for the past two weeks. And that's why this is an unscripted episode, as you can tell, which I'm basically just talking and rambling on. Um, but I just thought it was a good point to bring up because us as creatives, we have to deal with this perception a lot from outsiders who are not in our world that think that we're lazy, we're inconsistent, we're not reliable, we're not professional, we're just, all we do is doodle all day. And we need that to change and we need to take time to elevate our own work because if we don't, no one else will. We have to price our work correctly. We have to... Oh, another thing that reminds me. Um, during the interview, the HR rep asked what I would like to be paid. And there's a baseline um, that was published or whatever that was listed on the job description so I gave her a ballpark range and I said I'm, I'm very flexible you know because I know that I'm coming from like a more admin type role in this in this company and then would be switching over to a more creative role um, but I do have that experience that I have the required two to two to five year experience um, and she basically laughed at me and said, that's too much. You're asking for way too much, especially for your, you know, your lack of skills or whatever. So I said, fine, whatever. I'm, you know, my, the old me kind of crept up and was telling me, you know, take that back and say, you'll take whatever they want to pay you. And I had to fight through that and say no, because I know that if I take this job and ask for less than what I actually would like, it what what is that what good does that do? What good does that do for me as a creative person and and the whole creative realm? So like I said, we have to elevate our own work. We have to price our work correctly price it high enough that we make a profit and are able to sustain our businesses and sustain our brands and not feel bad about it. And if you feel bad about pricing your work the way that you should be paid, don't think about, you know, you're doing it for yourself for selfish reasons. When you price your work higher, you're actually elevating the entire industry you're setting standards for our industry as creatives. So anyway, long story short, I did not get the job. Um, I'm here now. I'm going to take a break because I need to drink some coffee. I'll be right back. Okay, so some other updates. Um, I got an email from Anchor which is the platform that I use to record and publish this podcast. And I love Anchor. This is such an easy-to-use platform. It's honestly the best. I don't think I'd ever choose to use anything else. I know that some people pay for their podcasts and they 
you know, they rave about, oh, well, this sends it straight to Apple. Well, Anchor does too. You can set it up to where it it publishes your podcast wherever you would like. Um, and I don't pay for it. But anyway, so I got this email that said we're changing our guidelines for how we pay podcast hosts. And under our new guidelines, you don't qualify to get paid. So I can no longer run any type of ads that I've been sprinkling in here and there for Anchor. Like just saying like, oh, if you like, if you want to do a podcast, try Anchor. So I can't do any more of those. I mean, I can, but I'm not going to get paid for them. And the thing is, even when I was doing those ads, I was not getting paid because you have to have like at least a thousand um, plays or whatever for that ad to get paid. And I don't even know what you get paid. They didn't say. So I haven't been getting paid for this, um, which is fine because my podcast isn't really paid. Like I don't really want to run ads and stuff. It's not, I don't, aim to get paid through my podcast. I feel like it's more like a supporting content builder, if you will, for my entire brand as a whole. And it's also a way to connect with local community and meet new people who are in Tucson and even outside of Tucson. Um, And it's a great way to showcase other local business owners and artists and creatives of any sort um especially if you're like within the first year or so of your business um and it's been it's been really great so just wanted to throw that out there I'm not getting paid for this there there's not going to be ads and I'm going to try to keep it that way because I just feel like it's better um without all the ads I there's so many podcasts out there some that have really great content but then when they start talking about all these different ads and stuff then it gets kind of like, ugh, I don't feel like listening to this. So I don't want that to happen here. Um, so in in that note, or on that note, um, in order to not have so many ads and stuff here, I still need to find some way to make an income from, not really from this, but from my brand as a whole, so if you're listening and you want to support me in any way, I I have an online store, marshabarondesign.com. Go to the shop and buy something from there. Um, you can also go to my, my link in bio. It's bio.site forward slash slow seasons podcast. So it's B-I-O dot S-I-T-E forward slash slow seasons podcast. And on there, you'll see a tip jar um, that leads to my Venmo and you can tip whatever you like. That's a one-time tip. And another thing you can do is support this podcast on a monthly basis. So you can choose to donate a dollar or $5 per month. And that's basically buying me coffee. Well, half a coffee because, you know, rising costs of stuff. 
I paid $6 for a drink today and I don't even think it's the right one and I'm really hoping that it's not like almond milk or macadamia nut or anything like that because I'm allergic last time I checked. But I also need the caffeine so I'm pretty much just drinking it and like saying a prayer. I paid almost 7 bucks for this so I'm going to have to tell them tomorrow that they didn't make my drink right. <laughs> anyway. Another thing that I wanted to talk about, and I know that this is like rambling on and on, but bear with me. Um, another thing that I thought I wanted to bring up was um, creating schedules for ourselves as creative entrepreneurs and business owners. And I know that there's a lot of information out there, like how to create your perfect schedule, how to be consistent, how to be disciplined with your practice, whatever your art practice is or creative practice. And I think that's all great information, but I was recently talking to a local artist. I'm not going to name her on here, um, but we were just chatting and she deals with low energy and um, kind of like always being fatigued, like chronic fatigue almost. And I could relate to that on some level. I don't know that I have chronic fatigue syndrome or anything like that, but there are days where it's just, I have such low energy and it's hard because my kid is not low energy at all. So I have to just fight through it. But those are the days that I can't create anything. I can't paint or draw or create a pattern or, or do anything that's related to my work as an artist and designer. And I think that's okay. I know that there's so much pressure to be productive and productivity and productivity and productivity. We hear it all the time. But if you suffer from any kind of either, you know, a, a physical disability or mental health issues or anything else that you're dealing with, you're going to have to know going into this that your workflow is going to be completely different from someone else and that's fine we all have our each our own workflows and that's the beauty of being your own boss you get to decide you don't have to clock in at nine and clock out at five you can work in short bursts of time there are some days where i put in 15 20 minutes and that's it and there are other days i work an hour or two hours, um, and then take a break, and then maybe work another couple hours. Those are all on weekends, of course, or days that I don't work my regular job. Um, on days that I work my regular job, I try to squeeze in an hour at least in the in the mornings before I clock in. Um, but yeah, this just I that came up because I was talking to you know, this local artist, like I said, and then yesterday I've had, I had bad anxiety. I haven't felt this badly in a few months. I was actually doing pretty well for a few months. I was actually pretty normal feeling almost. And I didn't really have to manage it so much. And yesterday was just this downward slope. And I had to basically just 
my main goal was just to get through the day, like just get through the day without, with you know, trying to avoid a big panic attack. And on those days, I don't get any work done. I don't, I don't create. I don't draw. I don't paint. I don't brainstorm anything. I don't look up any information that has to do with any of my work as an artist. It's just basically I'm in survival mode. And that is okay. There has to be room for that and you have to allow for that if you have any type of, like I said, mental health issues or any type of disabilities or physical issues, health problems. And, you know, this should be talked about more. Um, And I don't have the answers. This is basically just like a talking point and some questions that I have that maybe if you're listening and you want to chime in with your your perspective on things, you know, let me know, send me a message, send me a DM through Instagram or an email. You can email me at hello at marshabarondesign.com. Um, and you can either be a guest on this podcast if you would like to, um, but if you don't want to, if you want to remain anonymous, we can talk things out and I can bring it up on here in your behalf. And yeah, I think it's just something important that we should all talk about. And this nine to five thing is just really, it's, it's so exhausting. I, I'm so checked out after lunch. Like, I just can't. Anyway, um, I think that is all my updates. Oh, yeah, I'm going to be retaking the surface that first. I can't even talk. I'm going to be retaking the surface design immersion course this year with Bonnie Christine again for the 2023 version. Um, I am an alumni, so I took it last year Um, and I'm taking it this year at the alumni rate. And I get reimbursed from my employer, so that's great. Um, And I'm going to be doing a study group as well so that I can really just buckle down and put all of my energy into this because I really thought that this other 9-to-5 job was going to open up for me and I got rejected. And I had to take that as a sign because I keep getting rejected from all these other 9-to-5 jobs that I keep trying to get into And I just feel like this is kind of like the universe saying, what are you doing? I thought that you wanted to be your own boss. So why are you wasting time trying to be hired as an employee by someone else who's not going to pay you what you're worth and who's just not going to make you happy? So, um, you know, I got the email from Bonnie Christine saying, hey, enrollment is open for alumni right as I was getting rejected by that other job that I applied to. So, you know, time to pivot and I am leaning into that. So my goal is by the end of the year to put together my portfolio of my all my design collections and start pitching to companies because I really want to see my work on the walls of beautiful homes wallpaper, textiles, 
I love interiors. I love the home. I'm a homebody at heart. And I used to be made fun of all the time because I would just spend all my time at home. But I enjoy it. And the heart or the home is like the heart of yourself. It's a reflection of yourself. And I just really want to lean, lean into that more this year. So that is my goal. Those are my updates. Um, I don't really have anything else for this episode. I just thought it would be a good point to for some real talk, for some real chats. And I think I mentioned it in in a previous episode. Maybe it was like towards the beginning, like episode one or two. Um, but I mentioned that this podcast really was the result of me trying to go live on Instagram at a certain time and speaking about certain topics. And one of them was rejection in, you know, a creative atmosphere and creative careers because so many of us go through that and rejection is part of the game, but it's not really talked about that much. And um, so I wanted to just hold some space to be able to bring these conversations out into the open. Um, and like I said, I don't have the answers, but I, I have more questions than I have answers. But I think it's a good conversation topic. And hopefully to start talking about these things, um, like I said, especially, you know, mental health and your creative career. How does that go hand in hand? Um, like I said, I deal with anxiety and kind of like depression and stuff too. Um, but I, I make it work and we all have our own methods. So if you're listening to this, if you want to get involved with this podcast, either be a guest or, you know, just chat with me and I'll bring up these topics for you. Let me know, send me a DM, send me an email. I'd love to hear from you. hope that you enjoyed today's episode. I know I rambled a lot, so I hope that you stuck with it. And if you got to this point in this episode, thank you very much for listening and for being, you know, a fan of this podcast. I appreciate all of you who listen and who take the time to write a review. If you haven't done so already, you can do that on your favorite listening platform, Spotify or Apple. And on Apple Podcasts, you can even write a written review, which would be really, really helpful. That helps to get the podcast discovered by other people who are searching for new things to listen to. Um, and I hope that you took away some points. I know that I rambled a lot, like I said. Um, I hope the takeaways to this podcast were number one, rejection is part of the game. Number two, Rejection is just a way to remind you that it's time to pivot. Number three, you control your schedule as an entrepreneur and you are allowed to be inconsistent with your schedule. You don't have to clock in at nine and you don't have to clock out at five. You can make your own schedule. You decide how you spend your time. Consistency is not the most important thing like we are led to believe. The most important thing is that you show up. Doesn't matter if it's at the same time every day. You just have to show up. 
So I hope that you enjoyed this episode. We'll see you again next time. Well, you won't see me. You'll hear me again next week on Slow Seasons. Thank you, everyone. Thank you for listening to Slow Seasons, a podcast by me, Marsha Barron, about the creative journey, entrepreneurship, and the sacredness of slow growth. You can learn more about this podcast at marshabarrondesign.com forward slash slow seasons podcast and follow along at slow seasons podcast on Instagram. You can also see my work and follow along on Instagram at marshabarrondesign.com and on my website, marshabarrondesign.com.